Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Boar Meets World. We are your hosts. I'm Kyle. Sitting across the table from me as always, Stephen. Hello. How you doing? This week we're covering Boy Meets World episode 20, The Plays The Thing. Uh, we're kind of on the home stretch here. About to close out season one. It's about time, huh? Yeah. I mean, it feels like we've been doing this for like a year now. Close, right? I mean, how many months has it been? I don't know. Long time. Long time? I mean, it's been at least... When do you think we started? Um, I would say November. Maybe. November, really? Or October. Really? Last year. No fucking way. Because I know it kind of lined up with, uh, well, no, maybe it started in, um, maybe started in spring, right? Maybe. Because I remember we did like, what, six through eight in one day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was probably like March. But then we had a month off for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And then now it's been like three weeks since we did an episode. That's because of my job. Yeah. I went out of town. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 We're back now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll finish it up. Yeah, eventually. we'll get there. Yeah, um, I don't know if we'll finish the entire series. That's remain, remains to be seen. Remains. <laughs> I mean, you guys will probably die before we finish that. Yeah, but, or we will. Who knows? Uh, yeah, uh, but we'll get there. Yeah, I have a good feeling about it. Okay. Should we? Uh, should we take a break after we finish season one? You think, or just plow on uh, through? I think we'll take a break. Right? Hiatus. Maybe, maybe not. A long one. No, I'm not thinking like a year or two, anything. Two, three weeks, something like that. Two, three weeks. <laughs> you fuckers get breaks every four episodes. <laughs> well, on the low key, don't tell anybody, but we'll probably record parts of season two oh, okay, while we're okay. on break, so yeah. we'll try to avoid breaks during season two. Oh, that would be good. Just because we're yeah. caught up. Yeah. But, you know, don't tell anybody. That's just me and you talking. Yeah. I got you, yeah. yeah. We're told. Totally, oh, shit, we're recording. Uh We'll edit that out later. So this opens up with Feeney telling all of the the class mm-hmm. to get their collective sigh out of the way. Yeah. You give give your most agonizing groan, he says. Oh, that you're asking me to do. I was about to do it. I was like inhaling and everything. Uh, well, go but, ahead if you got one. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. But what if I said now that you got that out? Yeah, we're gonna be doing Hamlet for the spring play. Awesome. Oh, I would not sigh. Okay. <laughs> What about you? Um, I, I probably wouldn't be a part of it. Really? Yeah. How come? Yeah, not my thing. Did you ever do school plays? God, no. No, not really. No. What if it was mandatory for a grade? I, I didn't do a lot of things that were mandatory. <laughs> Still made it out, all right. Yeah. You're we, talking to the guy that failed gym over here, so that is a feat. Yeah, I'm. I'm, um, I'm pretty proud of it. But I mean, our school system, I'm learning, is kind of a joke here. Well, yeah. Well, not here, but our native county over because mm-hmm. um, you know apparently somebody can just quit going and get a high school diploma oh here yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 mentioned on a previous episode check it out in the uh, yeah. it's crazy. archive there i mentioned that at work and my boss just kind of looked at me like i was from outer space or something i was like yeah it happened. and you were like i'm definitely not because i'm, I'm not terrified of aliens i'd probably kill myself out of fear because <laughs> i'm so terrified of aliens you know i also hear that uh foreign language it's like a requirement, right? Is it in what, high school? Yeah. Was it, was, was it for us or? Um, it was we're for not exactly the same class, but no. But I mean, we're close enough. Um, because I didn't take one. You didn't take one? No. You still passed. Yeah. Well, that's an oversight. Yeah. Um, kind of like somebody not showing up for a whole year and still getting a diploma. I'm thinking my whole stint in uh, alternative school got me through a lot of Probably. things. Well, he doesn't have access to foreign language, so we're just going to have to pass yeah. it. We can't give a multiple choice on foreign language, I guess. I'm, I'm sure 
yeah, a competency, you know, computer-based course. <laughs> they didn't have Duolingo then. But um, I guess it's about numbers or something, right? Like, you just don't want it to affect your numbers, so you're like, screw it, we'll just let them go through. Sure. But um, That's how they remain a uh, proficient school somehow. Right. I think they're distinguished now, aren't they? They got the big banner up or something. Okay, is that what it says? Which is laughable, considering, because I think the way they had to get that before was that, you know, you had to write those portfolios every mm-hmm. for your senior year. And they did away with that after I graduated. It took me forever to finish mine. Yeah, I did mine the, um, like, right on the edge. Me too. I that. had to go to school after school to yeah. finish mine. Like, I, I wasn't going to do them. But then I did them. And, like, the teacher got mad at me because they were actually really good. Mm-hmm. She's like, why didn't you put this much effort in? Well, I mean, I got back to real school from alternative school the last semester of my senior year. And they're like, hey, have you done this yet? No, I've been an alternative school. I should do that. <laughs> kind of need to get on that so you can pass. Okay. But, um, yeah, I I like school plays. Were you in one? I was. Uh, what was the play and what did you do? I was in King Lear, a Shakespeare play, mm-hmm. and I was Edward. So you really relate to this episode. Hmm? I don't know about that, but I, I always liked uh, watching plays in school, too. Really? Yeah. I liked, Just because you got to chat a class? Well, that, too. Plus, I enjoyed them. <laughs> like. I enjoyed watching theater because the movie being made. And if they were good at it, then there's just a bonus. But also, yeah, I got out of class and I got. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I played Prince Edward, which was actually one of the. He actually lived in the play. I had a sword fight and everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Did you have a problem with the attire? Did you guys go that far? Um, We had dress up. We didn't have to wear like pantyhose and, you know, the little ones it's or whatever you call them mm-hmm. but um i did wear like a captain's jacket i look like i could have been the you know pet boy for the beatles or something for sergeant pepper okay you know, one of those kind of commodore jackets very hot yeah <laughs> very no i'm just kidding um but you weren't in one no no right. no definitely not i'm not a big uh be in front of people doing things guy but you were a front man in a band well we never played a show so there you go that would have been actually, you know, I never thought about that. Like, would you, uh, would you cave on yeah. stage? I'll do the Jim Morrison thing where you turn around. You know, going off that movie with Val Kilmer, they didn't hit it big until he turned around. Mm. Unless my memory of that movie is totally wrong. Like once he faced the crowd. Once he faced the crowd. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but anyways, he tells them that they're going to be doing selected scenes from Hamlet. Correct. To which he gives a second collective sigh. Bigger than the first one. Bigger than the first. So he starts handing out roles. Sean. Sean is a spirit carrier. That's right. Because he doesn't have a whole lot of lines. Yeah. Topanga. Topanga is Ophelia, uh, the love interest of Hamlet that eventually goes crazy and dies. Yeah. Which Corey says, uh, insane. Topanga. Yeah. That's, that's a, a stretch. stretch. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and if she was a less civilized person, she would have said, cram it, Brillo head. That's right. Minkus. Minkus wants to play the melancholy Dane, Hamlet himself, but but he gets, uh, what's that guy's name, Polopius or? <laughs> Polonius. Polonius. I mean. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he only has 48 lines. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm better than this. You sound just like him. Do I? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if it's a comment, a uh, compliment. It's definitely a comment. But, it's uh, definitely a comment. Yeah. <laughs> and a compliment. But... Lo and behold, uh, the well, main star of the show, Cord Matthews, gets Hamlet. Well, why was that again? 
How did he describe Hamlet? It was like incessant something, incessant whining for the duration of the play or something. He's always making mistake after mistake, uh, (laughs) talks the entire time. Yeah. The entire class is looking at Corey at this point. Yeah. Corey's Hamlet. Yeah, it's Corey. So, later on, Corey is at home. He's doing a little practicing. For his putt-putt. That's right. On the Jersey Shore. The, the the annual goofy golf game at the Jersey Shore. Right. You a big putt-putt boy? I have never been. Never played putt-putt? No. We got to play putt-putt sometime. We should. They uh, Do they sell left-handed golf clubs? Uh, I don't think it matters. I think they go both ways. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's just putting, right? Yeah. There's no, like, driving or yeah. wedging. Hence the name putt-putt. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Quit chewing on my computer. And, um, of course... He has teamed up with Alan. This is a obviously an annual thing. I already said that. Right. Against Eric and Amy. Mm-hmm. Eric shows up, and he's begging. Well, I don't know begging is the right word, but he's trying to borrow some money from Corey. Right. Because. His salary got cut 5%. That's um, right. This is further proof that he's dumb, because if you're at an entry-level job like a bag boy, you should be hourly. You shouldn't be on a salary. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. That's your own fault. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, well, it, it is 5% pay cut on all the staff at the store. Yeah. Which I think, isn't that illegal to cut people's salary like that? I don't know because... You're a manager. You tell me. <clears throat> we were talking about like dropping back down at work to what everyone used to make so they could still do overtime. And I remember somebody saying, like, no, that's illegal. You can't, you can't cut people's pay without consent or something like that. Consent? Yeah. Like... You go to your employee, like, is, hey, it, is it okay if I cut your yeah, pay? Yeah, we're going to cut your pay. Are you okay with that? Because I say, no, you can't cut it. Yeah, I don't I don't believe that in the real world happening. Yeah, I think it's just somebody's being a pussy. And I, doesn't I don't wanna... picture everyone, yeah. anyone's ever going to come up to me and be like, is it cool if I cut your pay? Or Here's our I mean, situ- If you're not okay with it, we'll yeah. keep it the same. Here's our situation. <laughs> um, I was hoping you could be a team player and cut this down. And me, I'm... Well, sure. Yeah, I'm fine with yeah. that. If someone's familiar with I won't like, quit immediately. <laughs> I won't walk out at the mere mention of that. Um, but no, if somebody's an expert on labor laws, come on, tweet us or something. Let me know. Yeah, that would be at Boar Meets World on the Twitter. Because if I could cut people down a little bit and then give them overtime, it would probably help the company as a whole yeah. and bring some stability that's been wrecked from this pay, in quotes, Pay increase. Kyle is uh, he's having a hard time at his job. He is losing hair rapidly. I am. So oh, am I really? Let, let's fix this, guys. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. At bore me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Please. But yeah, um, it's funny though because throughout this whole episode, Corey is um, Corey and Sean are talking about you know it needs more action and these Uzis. Right. I'm wondering if Kurt Sutter was a fan of Boy Meets World. Mm. And if you don't know who, that's where he got this yeah. his idea. If you're not uh, familiar with Kurt Sutter, he is the creator of the cop drama The Shield, and probably a more recently famous show. I don't think he's the creator of The Shield. He's not. No, he wrote a few episodes. He wrote a few. Okay, I'm sorry. He's not the creator. He's, he was in a few episodes, and he wrote a few. I believe Sean Ryan is the creator Ryan. of uh, okay. The Shield. I don't care about him. I'm talking about Kurt Sutter. Sorry. <laughs> he was the creator of Sons of Anarchy, though. I know that much. Okay. And the new Mayans MC. Yeah, which we're not going to talk about that. But um, I'm gonna ask you about it here in a minute. Okay, but SOA, Sons of Anarchy, is loosely based on Hamlet. Right. 
So I just thought that was a funny little connection there. That's what people say anyways. Yeah. I don't buy it. Well, Jax, who is supposed to be Hamlet, you know, father dies mysteriously. Mm-hmm. The uncle figure comes in and marries his mother. Right. Yeah. Seems like a stretch. Yeah. Well, I mean, he I don't think he ever had like a self in like an exile and Hamlet didn't carry on much longer after the uncle was killed. Spoiler alert. So it's been a few years. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. Um, have you have you watched Mayans yet? No, is it out? Yeah. How is it? Um so far nowhere near Sons of Anarchy. In quality or Yeah. Okay. Uh to me doesn't have the characters. You know, no one's really sticking out. Does it have Alvarez in it? Um it seemed very misleading in the build-up to the show coming out. Like, he was going to be, like, a main guy. But the very first episode's, like, guest star, who, whatever his name is, oh, real name is. That's how and then he was kind of there, you know, whatever. But, eh. But even the main guy is not a jacked quality so far. And then, you know, how sons, they all had their special characters right. in the club. And nobody's really sticking out to me yet. And I felt like... The overall storyline was way too complicated already. Right? But, eh, we'll see. I'll, I'll stick with it for a season, see what happens. Okay. You let me know so I don't have to watch it. Okay. Um, or we should just start a My Ants podcast. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, There'd just be a shitting on it for 45 minutes. But um, is Danny Trejo in it? Because I feel like he could almost be a, like a piney character. Um, So far, no. no. Wasn't he in... Uh... He was in Sons, right? Was he? Yeah. At, uh-huh. least, at least an episode. Pretty uh-huh. sure. I know Jimmy Smith was. Mm-hmm. That man doesn't get enough roles. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll show up in this. Maybe. Or did he die in Sons? I think he made it. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Anywho, we've been off the rails. Yeah. From the get-go. We have. But here we go. Eric's trying to borrow some money. Yeah. He wants five bucks. Yeah. He even offers thoroughly upcoming game. Mm-hmm. Keep, it a, keep it on the down low for maybe. Just so he can get five bucks. I don't know why he needed the five bucks. I don't know if he ever mentioned that. He didn't. But really needs five bucks for some reason. I don't know. Who knows? It's not important though. I'm I'm pretty curious. I am too. I would like for them to touch on this at some point <laughs> later on <laughs> the show. <laughs> the next day at school, the students they're rehearsing Hamlet. Mm-hmm. And then here's where we get to the uh, Corey starts offering suggestions to make the play a little more exciting, a little more action packed. He's a little bored just. Talking the entire Whining, time. as he says. Yeah, uh, wimps talk, uh, whatever. Heroes uh, do stuff or something. Yeah, whatever walks, you know. Yeah. Heroes act. Well, what's the what's the saying? I don't know. <laughs> bullshit yeah. talks, uh, something walks, I don't know. I don't know. Money Near... talks, bullshit walks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. That has nothing to do with this episode. <laughs> I was trying to make it work, but. Yeah, you almost made it. It did not. Um, Mr. Feeney is like. Nah, basically. Yeah. You want to go further into that? I can't remember at this He's point. He's talking like he is a tortured soul racked with indecision and grief, and he knows that whatever action he makes is doomed to affect, you know, lots of people in negative ways. Hamlet, you're referring to. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you lost me. Topanga then arrives with in, Corey's costume. In full Ophelia garb. That's right. And Jedediah has sewn Corey his own outfit. Yep, a, a doublet and some tights. Mm-hmm. I believe that was the word you were looking for earlier. Yeah, I called them pantyhose, I think. Well, tights, uh, I mean the doublet. Oh, yeah. You, you were talking about the top, and yeah. you weren't quite sure what it was called. Which Corey 
refers to it as a mini skirt and pantyhose. Mm-hmm. And do you want to get into this uh, sexist comment? Uh, uh, what did What did he say? Um, no, you do it. Tell me the comment because I can't remember it. Oh God, how did he say it? Well, I guess it was mini skirt and pantyhose. Um, it was good though. Like even the audience were like, "Holy shit!" I forget how how he said or what he said, but uh, Topanga was like, "Is that a oh, sexist more comment?" More people wore pants. Back in the day or something like... Yeah, if Hamlet wore pants, he would get more stuff done or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And Topanga says, is that a sexist comment? And he was like, that's what I was aiming for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even the crowd was like, ooh. Um, so I figured your your PC self would want to have something to say about that. Yes, once again, a, a showing of how barbaric the 90s were. Yeah. Kyle was very woke over there. Oh, yeah. Totally. Woke and not token or whatever you said. Stay woke and not token. <laughs> Remember, did I say, did I say oh. it on this show, or was it... Wrong? I believe it was. Callback, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Sean's like, don't listen to her. Her dad sews, so... Yeah. Another, another that little was, stab. That was, that was the zinger right there. And then, uh, of course, this leads Corey to decide to quit the play, because he doesn't want to wear this stuff. Right. He quits the play, and it really puts them in a bind. That it do. Yeah, he thinks that by quitting, he's the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so soon... You know, the upcoming premiere of the play is coming up. Yeah, they got like a week until it starts, right? Feeny's not going to find anybody, so therefore he's going to cave to the whims of Corey. Which I felt like that wasn't quite enough rehearsal time anyways. Because they just started, and now the play starts in a week. Well, they're only doing selected scenes. Still. So they're probably just doing like... These are kids, man. Yeah. They got to remember all this shit? Probably. This is when their minds are the most malleable. Uh Ah, okay. That adds up. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, Corey is telling Sean that he this is just a, a tactic to get what he wants. Yeah, negotiating. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like uh, nobody else knows my lines. Yeah. I'm Except the lead. For, you know, Minkus. And then, of course, Minka <laughs> shows up and he's uh, already reciting every line in the whole play from every character. Right. That's not exactly what happened, but I was... He had him down, though. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. killing it. I mean, he already knew there was only 48 lines for... Uh, uh, how did I say this earlier? Polonius. Polonius, yes. Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah, we'll go with it. Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Palapius or whatever you yeah. say. Uh, Corey gets home. Did I skip over anything? Uh, ba, 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 ba. Uh, Minkus uh, is indicating that he will take the part of Hamlet and we'll go back home. Yes. Okay. So Corey gets home and he gets the news that the Jersey Shore golf trip off. off. It's not happening. Yeah. Because the district manager... Bob. Is imposing a 5% pay cut on all staff at the store. Including Alan. That's right. And uh, Corey's like, uh, what the hell's going on? Why don't you just stop it? Because you're the manager, right? Yeah. And then Alan says. He was like, uh, I can't remember what he said. I know Corey was like, you're not just some spear carrier, are you? Yeah. Well, Alan's like, you know, yeah, I'm the manager, sure. But this I got guy's... a district manager and then he's got bosses on top of him, blah, blah, blah. Is that too sexual? No. Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) But um, this leads us to Corey kind of convincing his dad to have a talk with Bob. Yeah. And Corey's, or Bob is, Bob, Jesus, Bob's not even in the episode. (laughs) Alan is sitting up in the... Well, his head is. (laughs) Well, yeah, the cantaloupe that is Bob. Yeah, Corey suggests that he he threatens to quit if the pay cut doesn't happen, basically. Which is a horrible idea. Yeah. Later on, Alan and Amy, or well, Alan's up moping, 
mm-hmm. late at night. Amy comes down. They start to discuss what Alan should do. Do you think I'm a spirit carrier? And Alan starts going into, like, you can you can tell by the way he's wording things that he knows Shakespeare, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me because my parents don't know Shakespeare. Right. Do your parents know Shakespeare? I highly doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> they know sons. <laughs> I see your mom right now. Clof, a crow flies straight, Stephen. That's right. Did they? I never yeah. paid attention to him. Yeah, I'll have to watch later. <laughs> but yeah, they have a little talk. Uh, they pull out a melon mm-hmm. and place a bob. Yep. You know, uh, Amy's trying to kind of test Alan and how uh, how um, yeah, his temper. Make sure his temper doesn't get out of whack. There you go. Go off on Bob. So Alan calmly mm-hmm. describes his situation and his reasoning to Bob the cantaloupe that. Hey, Bob, um, my store outperforms all the other stores in the greater Philadelphia region. Um, we're great, you know, we're making a profit. This 5% cut is putting a sque- an unnecessary squeeze on me and my employees. You know, could you let up on this? Very well said. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing, but. Very good. And, you know, Amy's like, that's cool, collect it, you'll do fine. And yeah. Goes right back off to bed. Alan, cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Play and that. he's like, all right, Bob. Now that I got you alone, Bob. Yeah. He wants to show him what he always wanted to do with his head. Yeah. And what was that? Drop it on the kitchen floor. That's right. Yeah. Smash it to bits. Yeah. Bust. Because as we know, Alan, low-key badass. He is. Boxing champ in the Navy. Well, second place, but... Yeah. Apparently a great engineer, too, as we find out later in the episode. <laughs> That's right. Well, he always wanted to be one, right? Yeah. Bill Bridges, right? Yeah. Or so. Bill Rockets. Uh, Bridges. Probably build everything. He's Superman. He 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 watched the rocket go off. Oh, that's once. right. Okay. Yeah. With his mom. Yeah. As we learned from uh, Grandma was a Rolling Stone, I believe yeah. it's called. That I recall. You don't really like that episode. I don't. Mm, I don't get it. But uh, he busts the head or the melon, I should say, I guess, and he was like, "Now my wife would call that cranky." <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Then he goes upstairs and just leaves the busted ass yeah. melon all over the floor. That seemed like a very um uncharacteristic thing that Alan would do is leave something unfinished like that. Well, he finished it. He busted it. Yeah, but he didn't clean it up. You think he's going to clean Bob's head up? Yeah. Alan always <laughs> cleans up his messes. Mm. So he doesn't get busted. Maybe we're seeing a darker side of Alan. Yeah. This really plays into my theory that he was the one that made the racial slur in the mall. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe maybe we don't get a good glimpse of the real Alan. <laughs> Call back. Yeah. So, yeah. Alan knows Shakespeare, which is crazy to me, but, you know, he grew up in Philly. They're probably more cultured than we are here. Sure. Um, Plus, he, he's old, so that's all the entertainment they had back then. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was around <laughs> in the 1600s. Uh, but, yeah, Corey keeps wanting to spice in throughout this episode action to mm-hmm. this. So, action movies. Yeah. You got a favorite action movie? Oh, boy. Because he keeps reverencing, you know, or Feeney goes, you know, the gospel according to Van Damme. Van Damme, Seagal. Steven Seagal, Soliloquy. Uh, Soliloquy. I can't say it. The gospel as told by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Favorite action movie. Uh, yeah. If you got one, go ahead. I'm going to get in the tank for a second. I'm a big, uh, you know, I rewatched it. You're recently Lethal Weapon. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. They're fun. Yeah. Um, Die yeah. Hard's really good. I've seen them all. Uh, I mean, uh, Lethal Weapon, that is. I know there's a um, series of both of those movies. I watched a little bit of the series with my dad. I wasn't impressed. But um, 
You only like the first Lethal Weapon? No, no, the, the movies are good. The series, oh, not like, the series, TV I series, meant the you know, yeah. film series. Oh yeah, I've watched one through three. Uh, four is on my list. I haven't watched it yet, but there's a fourth Lethal Weapon. There's a fourth Lethal Weapon. Hmm, okay, but um, yeah, Mel Gibson doesn't have the mullet in it. But, uh, lame. Yeah, but no, they're they're really good. They're fun. Um, Die Hard's fun, of course. Yeah. yeah. I just watched. Oh God, what was it? Was your um, was your family like big Steven Seagal fans? Mm, not that I recall. Because no. mine are. Your entire family? Uh, they, they liked him a whole lot. Yeah. Really? Like, um, Dad has always been a pretty big Seagal fan. Um, apparently they look alike. You think so? I think my dad looks like probably now. I can see it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe not Seagal in his prime. But now, and then um, like mom apparently is a big Steven Seagal fan because she was watching that movie of him in Eastern Kentucky and shit and yeah. What is that? I can't remember, but it happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Yeah. Did you think of that action movie yet? Oh my god! I'm trying to think of the one I just watched. Older, newer? It's older. Ninety. I would say ninety or so. Um. Who's in it? Oh, man, it was called fucking uh, Stone, Stone Cold, I believe Stone it's called. Cold. Stone Cold. Is that a Western? No. Oh. It's like a biker gang kind of thing. This cop is, like, infiltrating a biker gang coming back to Sons of Anarchy, I guess. Wow. But, um, yeah, it's fun. It's like, it stars, like, an ex-football player. Mm-hmm. Like it's, like, his first movie, maybe, or something. He's got sweet feathered hair, mullet-esque, gnarly earrings. Uh, Lance Henriksen, if you know him, is in it. He's like the leader of the biker gang. I'd have seen. Uh, I know he's in one episode of X Files at least because he was in the spinoff series Millennium. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's done a lot more shit, but uh, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Speaking of football players, um, he wasn't really a football player. He played one in the longest yard. But Burt Reynolds died, right? That's right. And you know, Rip. Yeah. Big Smokey and the Band of Yeah. Would you say that's an action movie? How about that? Uh, action adventure. It's pretty great. But um, comedy. My aunt sent a picture to Tara, and apparently I look like a young Burt Reynolds. Do you? That's what they said. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to look deeper into that. And... You you need to because I didn't agree with it, but I'll take that compliment. I thought about taking that you know legendary pose of him just naked smiling and sending it back to my aunt, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, that'd be good. It probably wouldn't go over too well. Are oh, you talking about like that painting and that yeah, uh, where he's like naked? Place? Yeah, he's smiling. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, like we'll shoot you, that. We'll you still shoot. think I look like Burt Reynolds? Huh? <laughs> we'll Auntie? shoot that after this episode. Okay, we'll put it up on our page. Yeah, Twitter uh, at Board Meets World. You'll see a nice <laughs> nudie of Kyle. Soon. Yeah, we're not really gonna do that though. <laughs> yeah, sorry, ladies. Maybe maybe if we start getting paid for this. I might you know whore myself out. Yeah, like that, that, that'll but... be on Patreon. So check us out there. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't see it, but Tara's like, you really don't see it? I was like, no. Which, should we start a Patreon? Let me know. Because if you want to give us money, I will take it. No, I cannot in good conscience ask you all to pay for this. Mm. So. I can. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We do need uh, some money for uh, some, some hosting so we can have our entire uh, archive open for everyone. That would be cool. But, but do you have a favorite action movie? An absolute favorite, man, fucking Crank. Crank? Oh, that is good. <laughs> yeah, that is good. Crank 2, maybe. Crank 2? I never saw Crank 2. You gotta see Crank 2. Okay. It is fucking 
ridiculous. Here it is ridiculous. There's a part where Jason is getting into a fight with this guy, and they're at this like electric yard thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Jason gets bumped into the box. They get electrocuted. Then they turn into giants <laughs> and fight each other. <laughs> it is insane. Oh, my God. So uh, check that out. Crank 2. Crank 1 is fun as well. And a very good role by uh, Dwight Yoakam as well. Right? Yeah. All right. But, yeah, Alan drops the cantaloupe, goes back upstairs to go to bed. That's right. What's our next scene? Well, we're back at school, and Sean reveals how he's now Polonius. Right. Because Minkus is now Hamlet. And uh, it's not going great. And no. Sean begins to beg Corey to come back. Yeah. It's like it's hurting the it's hurting the class. Like we just make it sucks. It's, it's falling apart because he's using all kinds of strange accents. And mm-hmm. It's not great. No. You you can watch this episode and see. Yeah. That would be rough. Would you watch that play? No. No. <laughs> Maybe Corey was, you know, Hamlet. Okay. But... Um, Corey's trying to invite Sean, play some b-ball with him, you know, even though he's second stringer, but maybe they he's got to get better. He's got to get on the 18. Oh, that's true. That's true. But Sean declines and he's like, no, I got to go rehearse for the play. I feel like this is out of character. It is. There's a lot of out of characterness in this episode. For Sean, I assume this is after school hours. Yeah. For this to be happening. And he wants to stay at school and be in a play. Mm-hmm. And hang out with Mr. Feeney even longer. Weird episode for sure. Very unusual. Corey comes in at the end of the rehearsal. He sees that Minkus is just awful. Yeah. And he uh, eventually offers Mr. Feeney. Like, to, I'll come back. To come back. Hamlet. Feeney's like, eh, yeah, sorry. He might suck, but he's our Hamlet now. But he does offer Sean, our Corey the uh, spear carrier part. And Corey's like, I don't have any... He says something to the effect of it's not as important as Hamlet. Mm-hmm. To which Feeney uses that famous line, there are no small parts, only small actors. Right. You got, you got stuff to say? I forgot you? to put it down on my notes. Um, it's our closeout thing. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then he teaches Corey a little lesson about not letting down the people who are counting yeah. on you. Yeah. And Corey's like, but it was so, you know, he still does not see, you know, the entertainment in Hamlet. He still thinks it should be spiced up with action and death. And Feeney drops the lights, mm-hmm. throws his uh, his role as the ghost of Hamlet's father right at Corey. Killed it. Killed it. Terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Chills. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it makes Corey. And uh, what is his reaction to that? Blown away. Yeah. Yeah. But then he... Uh, <laughs> what does Feeney say? But I'm no Steven Seagal. Yeah, something says. like that. Yeah. One of those guys. Then we're back at home, and the family is waiting for Alan to return from his meeting with Bob Williams. Yeah. The regional manager? District manager? District. District. Um, <laughs> Corey comes home. Eric thinks that perhaps maybe Alan disappointed. Mm-hmm. Just Corey. Uh, I just wanted to get this part in because it's pretty funny. And Corey's saying... You remember the line, right? What'd you say? Mom, you wasted a perfectly good birth on... Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What did Eric say to get that? I guess I I just remember him saying, oh, it's just you or whatever. Oh, yeah. When when Corey walked in. Mom, you wasted a perfectly good birth on this? (laughs) That was pretty good. That was great. (laughs) So Alan shows up, and we find out 
He didn't get the pay cut canceled, but on the other hand, he did not quit. Yep. Great man. He's a great man. So we're led to believe. Yeah. That's up for debate. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. Um, have you ever seen, to go back to, you know, Corey realizing that his actions have affected the play in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen your actions affect other people? Whew. I'm not talking about like, you know, making fun of my brother and making us all laugh. I'm talking like, you mm-hmm. know. Hmm. I guess that could work. But... You mean negatively affecting people? Negatively, positively, whatever you want. No, I think uh, I'm a pretty great person overall. Never upset anyone. All right. Is that humble enough? <laughs> totally. Couldn't be <laughs> couldn't be more modest. Uh did you have one since you're the one jotted the note down? Uh no. No? I don't have one. No, I think you do. I don't. Yeah, go ahead. No. Yeah, it's good. okay. I'm good. Nobody listens. It's okay. I'm good. I'm good. Are you sure? I've always had uh I've always had trouble ending relationships. Mm-hmm. Because uh I see it as hurting someone, and I've always been hesitant to do that. So maybe I tend to overthink. And I'm not talking about just romantic relationships, like friendships. Are you listening to this, Tara? I think Kyle has something (laughs) he wants to say to you. No, 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 (laughs) no. Not at all, not at all, not at all. But yeah, just sometimes maybe you can worry too much about how it's going to affect other people instead of how it's going to affect yourself or how it could actually go better for the person and you. It doesn't always have to be negative. I think people more so negatively impact my life than I do to them. Really? Yeah. What's, uh, we're not counting your dad. What, <laughs> what is one action be. someone whose actions affected your life? Oh. Dad's not allowed. No dad, huh? Yeah. I sure do miss him. Pret- though, you know? Pretend like he never existed. It shouldn't be that hard. He basically didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know. I guess I was kidding. Okay. Sorry. It's fine. Trying to give some entertainment here, but anyways, they're not going on the uh, the pup trip. Alan, no, Alan couldn't get that five percent back. No, but Alan did him one better. Yeah, he got a whole pup course out on the back porch. Yeah, that that was pretty cool. Which I don't know how he had time to build that. How about this? Okay, have you ever been affected by uh, your parents' job or you know a situation kind of like that with with Alan? Like they ruin a trip you're going on or whatever it may be? Mm, not really. No? No. I mean, I guess you can count divorce, but I mean, like, that's just, you know, that's what it is. You can talk about it. No, nah, I'm good. You're good. From a broken home. <laughs> All alone. That a brother. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that's the most tragic part. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Wasted a perfectly good birth on that. <laughs> Can't believe I never used that. Well, now you can. You're welcome. Yeah, I made you watch this show. He'll probably get mad and go home or something. Or come to my house. Or come to your house and bitch about it. So yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that's a result of my actions, or an example of my actions affecting you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, I can't say I've necessarily been through something like that either. Uh, always been poor, so just, just well, kind of okay. dealt um, with it, you know? This is a good example of the job. Um, my job is an example of this. Because I actually voted for us to not get the rate increase for the people who work in the homes. Mm-hmm. Because the way it was working, um, you know, we had guaranteed 24 hours overtime for people. And the job consists of, like, basically you work overnight in a home taking care of people. Um, you work from 4 to 9 on average, basically. You just do your paperwork. You make sure people get their medications. You feed them. And you just generally make sure they're doing okay. And then you do some paperwork, like cleaning charts, um, objective sheets for the people, water temperature logs, just, 
you know, five hours of steady work, and then you're allowed to sleep there, get up, make sure they get on their buses or go wherever they need to go. They're clean. You don't have to clean them, most of them. Just make sure that they take showers and make the right decisions. Pretty sure Kyle is trying to sell me on this job right now. No, no, I'm not. Um, Now, I've tried to get you to work at other places before. That was another example of someone's actions affecting me. (laughs) Was when I got you that job cleaning, and you quit after a day. And every day after that, I had to hear about how Kyle brought him in. Okay, so that's my example. Yeah. There you go. But, um... But yeah, they were the job sucked, man. Yeah, but awful. The, the job I'm talking about right now is that like they made thirty two thousand a year doing you know really most nights it was not strenuous work. It's just basically being a caretaker. But management decided that they wanted to up the pay rate to ten dollars an hour, which is fine. But they were gonna they cut all the overtime, which when you do that you're taking away twelve thousand a year. That's thirty percent of what they're making roughly. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is a lifestyle change. Why couldn't you give them a pay increase, but also just maybe cut the uh, overtime? That's not how they wanted to do it. Hmm. They were like, you guys are bleeding money. We have to start with payroll. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, they should have started with the payroll on the uh, maybe upper management. Corporate side? Uh, <laughs> like, why do we have three presidents over the same thing? Or a guy that only uh, makes the schedule for the month. <laughs> and that's his entire job for... Weeks on end, uh, but somehow he makes that last for 40 hours a week. Yeah, somehow. But, um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let me know if you get rid of him. I'll take that job. It'll probably, I'll probably take that over <laughs> in addition to my current one. Um. So, yes, the family surprises Corey with Goofy Golf in the backyard or side yard. Uh, there's been some recent um, discussion on exactly where this yard may or may not be. Yeah. In relation to the house, do you have any theories on that? The putt-putt course? Well, you see that what we will probably call the backyard, mm-hmm. which meets Feeney's yard, right? Right. Do you think that's the backyard, the side yard? Because um, there's been some I think different theories recently. I think it's the backyard, just because mm-hmm. of the position of the front door leading into the living room. You go around the couch, go through that entryway that goes into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Kitchen leads to the backyard, back door. Yeah. I'll go with you. Yeah. Y'all want to fight me? Send me some floor plans. <laughs> <laughs> At Bore Meets World. Um, yeah. Goofy Goff, course, set up in the, well, we'll say backyard. That's interesting. How, how did he have time to get all this stuff? Because he couldn't buy it. He just got a 5% decrease in pay. Mm-hmm. I assume it was just, just laying around in the uh, garage or something. Sure. I don't know. What's your theory? You always have theories about Alan? Let's, Alan? Let's hear I don't know. One. I think it's something nefarious, that's for sure. <laughs> He's not a good man. Oh, no. <laughs> he did something for this. Well, he busted uh, Bob's head open. Yeah. Maybe he dipped into his wallet. Maybe. He paid for this. I'm thinking maybe he broke Bob's shins with mm-hmm. a lead pipe. Yeah, definitely. Like, buy me a putt-putt course. Or maybe he slid on the gloves. Yeah. Gave him a few to the noggin. Yeah. Maybe put some potatoes in a sock and smacked him around a little bit. <laughs> like clean up on aisle four, Bob. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that, that was nice. That's a little cute, you know, yeah. having the game there. Very touching. Since, since they couldn't go on their trip. Yeah. Another awesome dad thing. Alan's the best, even though we just went on a little tirade about how he's uh, yeah, maybe not great. Yeah. But we'll see. At the play, 
This is our uh, closing scene here. Corey's talking to the other spear carrier over here, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Fuck, this is boring." Yeah. Like this is pointless. <laughs> he cracked me up. We're just holding spears. We could yeah. just be that wall over there. I couldn't be more bored unless I was yeah. dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then and Corey was like, "Own your part." Yeah. Take pride in your part. You know, make yeah. it your own. And then he's like, "Okay." So he goes over and pops John's uh, stomach, and then they're all fighting, and then Corey pushes everyone one by one off the stage and does a little pose down. Yep, center stage. And that is the end of the episode. Yep, Hamlet as it should be. There you go. What did you learn this week? What did I learn this week? Um, I'm just going to go with the lesson about the uh, not letting down the people who are counting on you, I guess. I assume that's what they were trying to tell me. Yeah. Same for you, or did did you uh, take something else from this? Uh, I don't know. I think I'm overly defensive about floor plans. Mm. Yeah, that's true, man. What'd you think of this episode? It's good. Yeah, you like it? I'm bad. I'm just I'm ready to move on from season one. See we'll, some see some more character development in Eric. And, yeah, we'll get there. Um, any more notes? I'm good, man. All right. So this has been season one, episode twenty. The play is the thing over here at Boar Meets World. Uh, did you enjoy the show? Maybe you should go to iTunes and leave us a review. Also, tell your friends. Retweet our shit. Tell somebody that you know that listens to podcasts about our podcast. Yep. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.